Step into the world of healthcare from an immersive point of view with the Symmetry Health 360 podcast. Join us as we unravel the complexities of the industry, exploring the latest trends, innovations, and healthcare policies with expert guests, thought-provoking discussions, and patient-centered stories. Tune in now for a 360-degree perspective on health. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Wayne Regan. I'm the Managing Director for Symmetry. And uh, today, I'm fortunate to have a colleague of mine, Cynthia Sakina, with me. Cynthia is the VP of Financial Strategy. When we first talked with Tim and Matt, we talked about business and analysts, certified project managers, IT assessment and optimization, short long-term strategies, resource sharing. And that was where, you know, we've been able to help organizations move from that platform of, okay, we're now a small to a larger regional because they now have got the support organization like Symmetry to get them to that next level of growth. And just like you mentioned earlier, Cynthia, getting paid for what their services are, which is so important. So finishing that backend integration and then helping with strategy as they're moving forward. I mentioned earlier, earlier group that we're working with, which is kind of neat that they are integrating and merging two, two organizations. And they really weren't. One was a behavioral health workforce development, affordable housing. And the other was, as I said, was a, a Head Start program. So they're looking at how they get there, how they integrate multiple systems. What's the best? So how do you help them make that decision when you're on site with them? How do you get to be their consultant? that they go, ah, Cynthia really knows what the heck she's talking about. I got to get her involved. You really do have to understand what their requirements are, right? The requirements for the housing side and the early head start. So you really need to understand what the requirements are for those services, whether it's the billing requirements, the reporting requirements, the, and you have to really talk to people who are using the systems to say what works well, what could work better, what's broken and needs to be fixed. And by having those conversations with the people who are actually doing the work, you usually can define and develop a very actionable set of recommendations. And so the way we help those organizations is to identify those opportunities and then ultimately help them implement our recommendations so that they do see the benefit of improved efficiency, accuracy, timeliness of whether it's a process or a billing process. If you're in the rev cycle, it can be on the clinical side. We do, you know, clinical optimizations and a lot of that work can, it will identify ways that they're not using the tools they have at, you know, to their, to their benefit. So many folks, you know, they get a new electronic health record and they still do things the way they used to <laughs> instead of saying, oh my gosh, this system will do this for me. So a lot of times they can't see what we can see as an outsider looking in. And I think that's where we bring value is showing them the things that they, that haven't hit their radar, that they, they don't have their sights on. And this way, again, they can improve process. They can usually improve revenue, reduce expense. I mean, there are, it's um, amazing the impact we can have. In fact, one organization, we helped them reorganize the way they captured information and verified insurance and some of these front end processes. And the CFO said that she attributes the reduction in their bad debt rate from 8.7% to 2.9%. 
She attributes that improvement to the work that we did with them. She said it was their lowest bad debt rate in 20 years. Wow. Look at that. So, you know, it's good. I'm glad you just mentioned it because I was going to ask you, what are some of the client's goals and expectations? Do they even know what they want to vet out or do you have to help them get there? They usually know that these pro- their processes aren't working as well as they should. They usually aren't confident that they're billing and collecting for all the services they provide, the correct amount for all the services they provide. And that's why they bring us in. They say, you know, we're concerned that something's not right. And we take them through the entire process and help them find all of the things that could be contributing to their lack of confidence that they are, you know, again, not leaving money on the table. So a lot of the focus is that because it's the first thing people look at is their rep cycle. But they also look on the their their finance. They'll look at the organization structure. We'll look at org structure. We'll look at um, obviously the systems use comes into play. So we really do help them assess the the entire organization and how it can improve with changes in process, the way they use technology. A lot of times they need training and training materials because folks don't even realize that, oh, guess what? There's a dashboard in my EHR that shows me all my clinical notes that aren't signed. There is. Yes, provider, there is. And you're supposed to be looking at that every day. So again, they just don't realize what they're missing in terms of best practice. And and it's it's understandable. It's a very complicated, it's a complicated specialty and subspecialty with a lot of demanding roles. How do you assess the talent when you're going in there? And, and obviously every organization has good, bad, and needs some work and needs to go. So every organization has a talent excellence and talent that needs to really be diverted out of the organization. So how do you assess the talent when you're in there and you need to do it quickly, I presume. And that's one of the problems is usually unless they, the client is contracting for an actual organizational assessment, we will see that there are inefficient processes that ultimately, if that, no, if, if efficient, you could use one less person. You know what I mean? There's, so I think there's a, there's an, an implication about staffing as a result of our findings and recommendations. And we will recommend that the billing group, for example, should you should only need four people, you have six. But in terms of who's good and who isn't, we, we don't usually spend enough time to be able to tell somebody that with any degree of certainty or accuracy. Productivity management is so key. Yeah. Well, and a lot that's why I was just going to go there. A lot of folks, that's what they need. And even in those analytics tools, Hey, how can I evaluate the performance of whether it's my accounts receivable follow-up folks or whoever, you know? And um, again, data helps drive those decisions. But most folks have a hard time capturing that data, which is where, again, analytics can come in and help. You know, I've been on the, the talent management side now for um, eight plus nine almost years. And um, previous to that, I was an operator. I was in operations, business development. And so saw a lot small not-for-profit and went with a large national and was in a lot of diverse different organizations. So one of the things we've been able to do on our talent side, and we've got a pretty robust database. When we go into an organization, we say we can find the talent because we can. The talent's out there. The organization needs to be successful. So 
A good example is recently we're working with a rehab behavioral organization that's got three locations, a main campus, an apartment complex with residential treatment, and then a third location, which is developmentally certified. And so we need to find someone that could come in, take over the organization, run the organization. It was in a, a suite of services that this organization provided, but they didn't internally have someone that we really knew that knowledge base. So we brought somebody in as CEO, overseeing everything, and has made just an enormous impact on the organization to go forward. So those are some of the things we're doing as we're going forward is really getting it the, even a, a more diverse delivery model. We're integrating that post-acute and behavioral together because a lot of organizations do have those sides of the house, not just men management on a certified side, but what we talked about, more institutional, more inpatient, more outpatient so that we can help more pay folks and staff. So we are able to find those those folks too, Cynthia, which is so important because we've got that real robust database of, for, with industry knowledge for the last 15 years. So that's been helpful too for our clients. And we're really starting to make sure that we expand that operation so that folks see that. So that's something we feel that we can help a lot more folks because we've been able to do it so well on the post-acute side that we're going to really expand it onto the corporate and the, the behavioral health side as well. So and then bring that suite of services, such as you talk about. A lot of folks don't even know we do that back-end billing. We do have organizations that can actually do the billing for folks. And you've worked with them quite a bit on that side, too. So bringing the full resources we have helps us help our clients a little bit more. In the behavioral health space, they really have fallen behind the times. So, when we, yeah, when we go into an organization, it's like, wow, you're still doing something on paper or you're still, so bringing them up. No. And that's why these, again, they're starting to invest in technology and that's why there is this plethora of behavioral health, electronic health records out there to help them move into, uh, you know, a more current technological environment, take advantage of, of those tools that really do help everyone use their time more efficiently, especially those providers whose time is so valuable and, that's the way to drive revenue through the organization is to make sure folks have the tools they knew need to do their job efficiently. And here's the thing I think, which is some people just don't have the tools. And so an investment a lot of times to coaching, mentoring, training, which we do. And so tell me about your thoughts on why they should consider maybe bringing in an interim leader, I think a little more frequently, you know, when they get to times where like, oh, I don't know what to do or, or, you know what? I don't have that expertise. Well, I think recognizing that you don't have the expertise is the first hurdle. It's hard for folks to admit that there's a void somewhere. So, and again, most of the times that organizations have raised their hand for help is usually some period of stress. Or in the case of our most recent, where you and I've worked together with our the one client is they're going through a merger and they had a combined COO, CFO role in one organization and the other CFO in the other organization was not quite strong enough. They recognized that they didn't have the skill set to bring this merger into being and again, align all of those processes and tools and all that moving forward so that they could be successful. So they reached out and recognizing, again, it's recognizing that they needed that that help, that high level strategic kind of focused resource that they didn't have today. So that's the biggest hurdle is folks recognizing that they need the help, but it does make a big difference and can 
because uh, going through a merger, as we all know, is a very, it's a tall order, a lot of moving parts. I like the term you just mentioned, focused resource. You know, that is a key component because they don't have the bandwidth sometimes. They just don't have enough bodies that can do the change and be that change agent that organizations need. So bringing in that body on an interim basis helps them become more successful going forward. The piece that we mentioned earlier about transition, I'll, I'll tell you the, um, one of my most recent engagements, I was the interim CFO for about three months. They happened to find a, can- a board of directors, you know, recommended a candidate who turned out to be the perfect candidate. And I stayed involved to help her transition into the role. And she made this statement. She said, oh my gosh, Cynthia, I could never have gotten to this point this quickly without you helping me understand their environment, the context that I could provide about all of their issues, their their staffing, their programs, all of that that I I was exposed to during just three months there, right? And it, it helped her hit the ground running. So she was independently reporting at their finance committee, at their board, two months after she started. She could have, again, she would have, she, she, again, her words, I could have never done that without having the benefit of what you learned over that three-month process. Then that was actually an organization where we had done a rev cycle assessment first, then we were helping them implement, then again, voted no comments in the CFO. I already knew their world and they're like, hey, can you help us? And I'm like, yep. And so that's, again, that's how that one moved forward. And again, with a great outcome, because again, the CFO is solidly planted in her role. Mm-hmm. And you know now she reaches out just for help now and then. That's great. And again, identifying or recognizing that, that there is a void and then providing the support to those emerging leaders that need it. I, I think it's a great way of any organization, whether our industry or any other industry, if we don't make that investment into the talent, the talent's going to go elsewhere and feel wanted. So, well, I think you've shared quite a bit with us today and I I really appreciate all that you've given us. And I think organizations can certainly learn a whole lot from bringing on some of that asset, an asset like you to support them and get them through that times of transition or times of, of need and then moving them forward, which I don't think enough leaders do recognize that they can do that. Well, Wayne, again, always good talking to you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. 